not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. So in the background, I will be um, probably. Uh, what are you going to be doing in the background? Tell me. Deleting again. email. Deleting email. I'm trying to clean. Well, up that's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's I, like Laura, I'm facing the camera, but not actually, you know, like looking at things. Well, no. <laughs> so you're phoning it in tonight. <laughs> yes. No. It's just like. I, I don't know. It's one of those things where, you know, Google, it's like, well, if you'd let me download the photos, I wouldn't have 15 gigabytes of shit in the system. <laughs> you know, oh, if you Google. let me have the things that are mine, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> so, okay, that's fair. And if, if you hear noise in the background, it's uh, Murphy, our, our new dog, is is tied off to my punching bag right over there because Laura's at... Uh, at a candle box concert, there's something you didn't think you'd hear in 2023. Um, and Whoa, so I had to yeah, keep, wait a what? <laughs> I had to keep the puppy handy because she'll tear the house up while I'm in the garage. Um, so one of Laura's best friends, Lisa uh McLean Mitchell, uh, is from San Antonio and went to high school with uh, I believe the lead singer of Candlebox. Okay. So uh Candlebox has always been oddly in a higher orbit around here than other places. Uh, so tonight they went to see Candlebox down at the park by the uh, castle. I think it's Candlebox and Three Doors Down. Wow. You know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. So. All right. So that's why. Um, and if you hear the garage door crank open, it's because Laura's home and she's pulling into the garage. <laughs> so, so that's how we're going to preface episode 64. Of Slurp Toast, the podcast, okay, uh, back weird. after a month off, off for a variety of reasons. Oh, wow. Has it been a month? Say that again? It's been a month? Uh, last one was on 8-15, according to my notes. Wow. Yep. Okay. Wow. We're we're falling, falling behind. I'm trying to get us back on our regular Wednesday, every other Wednesday schedule. I think we can accomplish that. We can't accomplish It was that. summer. There was stuff it, going it, well, on. Well, I was going to say, it's the end of summer. We're moving kids to and fro, you know. Yes. That kind of thing. How So so how did the move-in go with getting the, the only child off to college? That was nothing, man. It was just like, you know, she it, it, smooth as silk. We went in, dropped the stuff off, said goodbye, went to dinner. That was it. Wait a minute. Dropped the stuff off, went to dinner, said goodbye. That was it. Wow. <laughs> Otherwise, it sounds like we went to dinner and then we like texted her from the restaurant. Okay, we're off. <laughs> Good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. You're our favorite. Bye. <laughs> and how is she adjusting to life at, at the greater college experience? You know, she seems to be okay with it. Because cool. we were, you know, 
Because y'all are kind of a tight unit like we are. What's that? So y'all are kind of a tightly knit family unit like we are. So I know what a big uh, transition it was for us a couple years ago. So especially since there's only one daughter, uh, you know, we at least had two. We phased them out. (laughs) Over time. now (laughs) We finally got rid of both of them. Um, Like Chuck from Happy Days. One day they were here. Next episode, they're gone. Exactly. Took the basketball and left. If never seen again, never mentioned again. <laughs> um, this may be the Chuck Cunningham episode. It may have just become that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so all good. She's she settled in. I saw you went to a football game already. So you're you're are you gonna be you a K State guy now? No, no, no. I've got that small college exemption. So, and in fact, mm-hmm. I tried to find the least. A K State T-shirt that I could find. Uh, it's hard to do when it's purple. It well, you would think. <laughs> there, the, I found what I thought was the best one is a gray shirt and said Kansas State in purple. Right, that's it. T-shirt, boom. Okay, done. Okay, so now the next day we're at the football game, and I turn around and there's a guy in a purple T-shirt that just says State, and thought, uh... damn. I was so close. You you were you were on the right path. I was on the right path, um, but damn, 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 damn. I know. See, I have I have one piece of U S L U L L merch, and I bought it not even when I was in school there. I never bought anything when I was in school there. But like when I was, we had the office in Lafayette, and I would go back periodically. I went by the the uh, merch store one time because I saw it there on Johnson, and it's just a black cap. Mm-hmm. Black, uh, like uh, wickaway cap, and in white block letters, it says "Raging Cajuns" on it. There's no fleur de lis. There's no no nice. letters. I just like "Raging Cajuns." That's all it says. <laughs> the only thing I own. So. Yes. Now, as opposed to my daughter and wife, who have, I mean, we can't get past the freaking the 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 company here that sells all like the college merch is called Rally House. Okay. Um. And they are, they're big. They, they just like go into St. Louis and all they sell is like St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Blues. I don't even know what schools are over there. Probably Mizzou. And they just sell a whole shit ton of that. So here in our town, it's Chiefs, Royals, the soccer team, and then KU, K-State. KC, FC KC? What is it? I don't even know. Oh, Sporting KC, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know we're, we're Austin FC, so I, that's, I figured it was a FC in it somewhere. Yes, as they decided not to go the route of, like, minor league hockey and just give themselves ridiculous, you know. We're the Austin Wranglers, and our logo is a snake. Ah, no, we're going to go, like, you know. <laughs> you know I believe that's our pro bull riding team is the Wranglers. <laughs> there is actually a, an Austin PBR team. I, I kid you not. Uh, I didn't even know there were teams for pro, pro bull riding. I thought that was a solo sport. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes. Yeah. See, I should really get get hip to the game here in town. But yeah, so. yeah. So you go in and you yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, th- this company has like so in Manhattan, Kansas. There's a rally house that's like right next to the campus they i think populate the campus bookstore there are two of these fucking things in the football stadium 
Um, and Rally House is, in my opinion, overpriced for what you get. You know, it's like it's a great T-shirt. It shouldn't be $30 if I can hold it up and see the sun. Um, you know, so. <laughs> That's that's fair. That is fair. Yes, and 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 that's basically. Oh yeah, how I've been to one. U, I've been to one UT game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a captive audience. So I've been to one UT game since we moved here, and it was kind of the same thing. There was uh, like trailers all around Daryl Royal Stadium. Yep, Murphy, you're fine, and. Uh, <laughs> She, I think she disagrees. Uh huh. Murphy, well, you're on the podcast. Loud, but... Congratulations. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now the now the one football game that we went to, uh, one well the the football game that we have been to, <laughs> uh, we we <laughs> it was parents' weekend, and I you right. know it is so. We thought, oh, my God, we're never going to get seats because of all the alumni. No, we actually we got seats on the fourth row uh, on the 50 yard line. Wow. Right next. Wow. To the oh, yeah. My daughter shows up. We're already in the stadium. And it's like our seats are so much better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> funny what a little cash will do, right? That's funny. Well, yeah. Mom and dad got money. Look at what we're doing. Woo-hoo. Uh, this, by the way, had we died, would have been yours. Um, <laughs> we had no money. Yeah. So no. So we went. And it, it was it was fun, but um, you know, I thought uh, you know the K State's one of those like alum factories, uh, legacy type universities. You know, mom went there, dad went there, grandpa went there, so I'm going there too. You know, do they have anything you want to major in? Nah, but, you know, my family's been there, so I got to go. Um, uh, but um, I don't even know where the hell I was going with it. We went. We had fun. Uh, we'll probably go back to a couple of other games. We stayed in this hotel away from campus. My son's. Uh... Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, go ahead. We, we pull in and there's like five tour buses. And it says, welcome, Troy, which is the school they're playing. And I'm like, (laughs) and I tell my wife, I go, oh, man, I think we're here with the opposing team. And we go in and it's just filled with like alumni boosters, you know, those rich alumni who travel with the team from southern Mm -hmm. Georgia. And uh, so I asked the kid, I was like, so is this where all the teams from out of town stay? Because I'm thinking, you know. Yeah, this might be fun when we come in for like a real school, you know. <laughs> oh, the kids from Nebraska are here. Oh shit, you know, if they ever played Husk like Colorado. Corn. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, would they play Colorado? You run into Dion on the elevator? Yeah, that would that be sweet? <laughs> Coach Prime, Coach, Coach Prime. Prime. My man. You know, it's nine o'clock. You can take the sunglasses off, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you can. (laughs) Indoors, yeah. Um, But anyway, so I I was going to say, my children uh, chose. I'm sorry, go ahead. You go into the kid. So you go to the kid at the front desk. And he says, yes or no? I say, I go, do all all the visiting teams stay here? And his answer is, "Um, you know, I don't know. 
I mean, we had a football team here this week, and there was a football team here last week. But um, I don't know. Maybe. It's like uh, somebody's not getting their tuitions worth. No, so are or those, is he a townie? Yeah, I think he's a townie. So those cookies free for anybody? Oh yeah, they're really good. I bet they are. You know, you want to pat them on the head, kind of a thing. But anyway, <laughs> you're talking about sending the kids to. Uh, do they have a football team? Oh like, yeah, like, I was gonna say my children. No, my children went to the only school in Texas without a football team. Nice job. <laughs> How did they yeah. pull that off? <laughs> it's a it's a stem school it's it's pretty well uh insulated in uh richardson there's not a they have like 12 um 12 to somewhere between 12 and 20 soccer fields on one side of the oh, campus well. but no football so i think that tells speaks to you know whatever yeah but uh yeah so they have a they have a t-shirt in their bookstore that says establish whatever undefeated in football since whatever year the university was established, which I find amusing. But, uh, so nice job. Yeah. So I don't get to do the, the college football parent thing. That's okay. Well, I mean, and it's fun. I mean, cause you know, I've so got some- let's talk about your basement <laughs> and, and, and it's sending you to the hospital. <laughs> so, Oh, that's right. I've been to the hospital since the last time we did one of these. Um, so did you get it dried out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened is we had we had foundation work done on the house uh, earlier this summer, right? And the guys are like, okay, well, we're going to do this, and the ground's going to settle, and we're going to come back, and we're going to tamp mm-hmm. it down, and we're going to reconnect your gutters and your downspouts, right? And they don't. They don't come back. And so then we've got, like, one of those NOAA type of ranges, <laughs> uh, ranges. And I'm out there, you know, so now water's leaking into the basement and it's kind of like, ah, fuck. And then, you know, oh, there's a sump pump and the sump pump must not be working. Right. So now I've, I've, I've called the home warranty people. I I'm outside now uh, with tarps trying to lean them up against the side of the house. The thought being that the rain will hit the side of the house, it hit the tarp and the tarp will push it off out into the yard. So it won't settle against the house. Okay. And in doing okay. so, I find that the foundation guys actually broke the sump pump pipe that went outside the house. So that when all the water got pumped out, it just went to the top of the pipe and then came right back down into the basement. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So we, you know, uh, we're cleaning shit out for days and uh i remember you telling me you were ter- gonna have to tear out sheetrock and insulation oh, yeah. and i think that was the last time we we podcasted so yeah sheetrock's so, gone insulation's gone just i mean just down to the studs down there or what uh not all the way just in a couple areas so it's actually not okay. bad in fact to put it back it's, you know it's like you're looking at it going i honestly think this is like five sheets of dry four sheets of drywall maybe you know, if they cut it right, maybe okay. three. Um, okay. Well, we're trying to get prices Somebody... to do that, redo carpet. And so, you know, it's all kind of torn up and I'm up here. 
So and yeah, the, the dehumidifiers hosp- hospitalized you. Yes, because they sucked all the water out of the basement and possibly out of the house that uh, I got dehydrated. And so I'm sitting there at work one day and and uh, I'm like, oh, man, I feel like absolute dog shit. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm wiped out. I'm tired. My chest hurts. My arms hurt. You know, I'm I'm like, that's it. I'm going. Um, you know, I told a couple of people like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to get the mail. And then I'm going to go to the ER. <laughs> They're like, well, you're going to bring the mail back? I'm like, Probably not. Uh, very, very much a you way to approach that, by the way. Right. So I go, I get the mail, I look through it. There's no bills, there's no check. So it's like, ah, oh, we're fine. I don't have to take this back to work. I just go drive myself to the hospital, you know, and then you know, why are you here? And it's like, oh, I've got this tightness in my chest and it just, it just, I, my, my left arm hurts everything. It just, I feel weird and I don't feel right. And, you know, I do have a pacemaker and I am a cardiac patient and, uh, and I, I don't really think anything's wrong, but I figured I might as well just come in here and, and, and get checked out. And so, you know, they got me into the room, got me all IV'd up, got me all, monitored up, took a chest strike, drew blood. Um, you know, I, I've like text Kristen's like, Oh, I'm at the ER, by the way, uh, I should be home by five. You know, <laughs> should I be worried? Nah, I think I'm okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> then my put my phone on the other side of the room and they come in and they do this thing. They're like, okay, we're going to do the chest x-ray. So they, they do the chest x-ray. Right. And I still have like the hospital gown on and, you know, it's pulled down like here. And I'm like, okay. Um, I go, are we good? They're like, what do you mean? I go, I mean, were we just waiting for test results? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I then proceed to just go to sleep. <laughs> so I am lying there in the hospital bed, completely knocked out, three and a half hours, long, hard. You know, the naps where you like wake up, you're like, ah, where the fuck am I? <laughs> um, I do the three hour nap. The mer- you know, the nurse comes in and asks me how I'm doing. <laughs> and she goes, don't you want to put a sheet? Because I'm still lying there with a gown open and, you know, chest just exposed. I look like, you know, patient of the week. I'm like, uh, you know, crazy anatomy. <laughs> crazy anatomy. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm just like, you know, they're like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's humidity in the air. There's moisture yeah, in, in my lungs. So they basically said, "Yeah, it just sounds like you're, you know, exhausted." And I told them, "I go, I've only been sleeping like three hours a night for like the last, you know, four weeks. Uh, not four weeks, but like the four or five nights. I just, you know, haven't been sleeping, and boom, done. Three and a half hour nap." Uh, <laughs> So they came back, drew another blood. I kind of dozed off again, um, you know, and uh, work in that time had like freaked the fuck out. Because <laughs> you were incommunicado? Well, because well, the last thing I said was, ah, I think I'm having a heart attack. I'm going to go to the ER. <laughs> like, like, what do you mean you think you're having a heart attack? I just, I don't know. I mean, I feel weird. My chest hurts. and I'm just going to go. I'll, I'll be back. So, so when I did finally get to the point where I was going to take calls, <laughs> I was like, 
five, ten texts from work. Where are you? How are you? Are you okay? Are you one dead? of them was, and they, they were becoming more and more desperate. And the last one was like all caps. Are you all right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the ER. No phones. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're good. And it was just that I was, I saw the, the Facebook post and I was like a little concerned. Uh, so, but you know, then you responded to your sister, so I knew it wasn't too worried about it after that. So, oh yeah, and I mean, it was, it was just, it was such a, it was a great nap. It was just <laughs> fucking amazing. Sometimes you need those like medically induced naps. Yeah, and it was kind of like sensory deprivation or something. It's like you know, I'm in the ER. I've got that little thing, bing, 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 bing. You know, they're like, they take my blood pressure. It's like, man, it's like. Seventy. Wow. I'm like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just move in here? <laughs> yeah, and then I just, yeah, <laughs> out like a light. That's awesome. I uh, I, I was we were, after we moved uh, the boys out, feeling a little uh, tenderness in my nether regions. Like, oh shit, I've I've got another kidney stone. I was I was convinced, <laughs> so I went to see the, the urologist. No, no kidney stone uh, evident on the blood test of your analysis, rather. So they sent me for a CT just to make sure. Oh, that yeah. was a, I not had one of those. I, don't, I think I had one the first kidney stone, but I was in so much pain that time. I don't remember anything about it. But they did it with and without contrast. So that was fun. Have you ever had it with the contrast? Yeah, that's where they shoot you with the iodine. And yeah, and it feels like, like you're oh, Holy fuck, I just peace. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The guy goes, because like, they had, you know, my arms are up like this. Uh -huh. to work on her. and like the ivy's here and it's got like the brazil looking like iodine injection needle mounted on the machine <laughs> up here and i'm like okay and they go all right uh it may start to feel a little warm as it goes in oh, nothing going on and then it starts feeling <laughs> feeling warm where you don't want it to feel warm and i'm like yes that's different he goes does it feel like you just peed on yourself i'll go yeah and then yeah it's pretty much what it's supposed to feel like really in 2023, it's supposed to feel like I pissed myself because you injected iodine into my body. Uh, you know, when I did like uh, the first time I did like a cardiac catheter where they shoot the stuff in there, you know, I'm there and, the, and it, it mm -hmm. was like they were all in on the joke. Right. And, I, you know, I've told the story where they like shave you and you're thinking, that, oh, man, I'm going to be freaked out. Now they see dicks all the time. And then you feel two fingers like, you know just kind of gently move your wiener out of the way and you're like wow that's emasculating that is really fucking emasculating um but they're doing this whole like it, they have a shtick right and they're like okay here comes and it's gonna feel like you wet your pants and then they all say but you're not wearing pants <laughs> i was like hey i'm glad you guys are having fun um <laughs> Oh, you fucking I guess hilarious, if you're, if you're shaving dick all day long, you gotta have patter. <laughs> you just see there, you got this it's little two guess. finger pinch going on, and you're just you like, up, God, I went to, I went. To, you gotta work up a tight five. Yeah, five. You know, I, I went to nursing school. They didn't go over this. That's for goddamn sure. You know, yeah, I. I Shave, shave, scritch. It's more, it's a dry shave, too. Scritch, 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 scritch. Yeah. And you're just sitting there going, and it's like oh, the, the single blade disposable right. 
Walker. That's yeah, Leo Morris. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole time you're like, don't get a boner, don't get a boner, don't get a boner, don't get a boner. And then you're like, oh, oh I got a boner. Some people has. I'm pretty sure that they touched it. And that dude just, you know, up the flagpole. Boned up. Yeah. Yeah. Boned up. And I mean, the, th the shit that goes through your head is just like, oh, they see them all the time. And then you're like, I wonder how I measure up. Well, they're using two fingers. So clearly that's a message to me. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh. So. Well, I will tell this story. I don't know that I've ever told this story before. When we were uh, trying to have the boys some testing done, right? And I had to give some samples um, for testing. And take you into the room with the little cup. And then there's an assortment of magazines because I'm old. It was magazines and not like here, <laughs> scroll the internet. Um, so I always like to say Belinda Carlisle was involved in the conception of our children. Um, <laughs> because... One of the magazines featured Belinda Carlisle. Um, anyway, I mean, never. Could you imagine just like before. sticking your head out um, and going, "Hey, um, do you got anything filthier? Because this ain't doing it for me." <laughs> Here's a list really of what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> if if I've been there by myself, yeah, probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> Black King, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I've heard of the early BBC. I'm not sure, but I want to see that. Uh, <laughs> Is there a menu I can give you? Like, from? A, well, I mean, you were there, but they don't like give you like a little card. You know, it's like, what's your kink? And you just kind of go, oh yeah, let's buy that, and let's see that, and let's see that. There we go. Yeah, and no, like, oh, it was well, just like you can't have here, children. For you. <laughs> here's the shit we stole from our husband's man cave. You, good luck. And it was all Just some stocking, a little stocking. <laughs> I like the way the line ends at the back of the stocking. <laughs> I know this is weird, nurse, but but just just pretend you're putting in an IV and then lean over my arm so I can like sneak <laughs> down your blouse. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> so I, I got my uh, knee scoped, right? Right. And this is like they snuck me in in between waves of COVID. Okay, I mean it was nice. like I I got the MRI on a Thursday and I was getting scoped two weeks later. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so the nurse comes in and he's like shaving my knee, right? So mm -hmm. not a problem. That's and you boned up. No, I didn't bone up, but I'm sitting there in the hospital gown and you've got no no pants or anything on. And she shaves my knee and she goes to adjust the end of my gown. And I catch her doing one of these. <laughs> Good for you, son. Good That's for what you. I said. And somebody goes, Good wow, for you. I told the story. Somebody goes, Well, that's really creepy. I'm like, No, it's a fucking compliment. It's not creepy at all. <laughs> Look who just got invited to the party. You know? <laughs> yes. And that's exactly how that goes. That's exactly your reaction. She kind of does that thing, looks up, gives you a half smile, you're like, Still got it. Still got it. Still got it. 
<laughs> yeah, she comes up, tears in her eyes. Big, strong woman, tears in her eyes. Sir, sir. <laughs> you had to do it. Hard way. I think I'm done with the sound effects now. Oh, that's too funny. Oh, God. That makes surgery all worthwhile. So it makes up for the two finger pinch. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. And you're just like, you're, you're kind of like, I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Oh, no, we're not in the pool. <laughs> I thought about being in a pool. It's really we're cold pool. in here. It's really, really cold on here. I hit that little table and just thought, oh, it's like the morgue slab. <laughs> just everything's right. Oh, shit. What it's else kinda, has been going on? <laughs> we're kind of going in this vein. It's like when they put the, the uh, oh, pacemaker in. And they're, they're like, are you nervous? And I'm like, nope. And they're like, well, are you anxious? Nope. <laughs> but you're really not nervous at all. I go, check the blood pressure. You know, it's like <laughs> steady at like 120 or something. And she's just like, huh. No, no, no anxious. No, no, no. Do it. Let's do this. Let's go. Are we ready? <laughs> the same time you're spread eagle on this table with them like sticking shit in this arm and sticking shit in this arm. Oh. And then of course they turn your head, look at the thermostat, count back from a hundred, which goes one hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. I, I've never had I've never had the, the pacemaker and put in, but I've had uh thanks to family history, I've had multiple colonoscopies in the last one. It was like, okay, this is gonna make you feel like you had a margarita. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I need to go drinking with you. Because <laughs> it is, it's just uh 100. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anybody I've ever asked who've had surgery, it's do you remember 99? And they sit there and they look at you for a second, they're like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> that shit like, hits fast and it hits hard. It's like 100 recovery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Good times. Oh, yeah. Great old times. Sorry. Um, so let's see, we got kids off to school, we got you out of the hospital. By the way, ever since we were in San Diego and I realized I had the Ross all, I could do Ross all ghoul, all I want to do is shave everything except the Ross all ghoul part on my chin. <laughs> Laura is not amused by that at all. No, I, I, well, I did the Quint from Jaws <laughs> mm -hmm. during COVID. I shaved this off. Oh my God. <laughs> Both Kristen and Babe were like, all of it gone. Get it, just undo that. I was like, well, just wait. I'll grow back out. And then in the meantime, let's get a bigger boat. <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> how loud is the dog? How how loud is it on your side? Uh, pretty loud. Is she? You're in the garage. Okay. With her. Can you hold things down for a second? Yeah. Well, I can't. I mean, I can hear. Her, I know. It's, Curious what it sounded like on the other side. Um, all right, if she stays. If she stays, uh, tell you what, take over for like two minutes while I go put her inside in the crate. I'll be right back. Oh, great! Now I got two minutes of dead air to film. Uh, damn, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, it's one of those things where I could probably talk about uh, last time I tried to do something on, on the sports cards. Actually, I need Bruce to come back to talk about that because there's a guy who's done some really cool stuff with sports cards and how they're displayed. Um, I could do a preemptive. I'm going to do. Oh, he's back. Back. Yeah, when you hear me talk, it's just me rambling. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, I sort of threw that on you. So have you uh, seen Red done anything fun lately? What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen done Red done anything fun since last we spoke? Oh, you know, we were going to go see Cyrano de Bergerac, right? Uh, Last weekend. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. How was that? Yeah. Uh, it was not good. Um, so it's <laughs> okay. So I, I, I don't know if it's Kansas city theater in general, is that they like have the option to do like the really good classic version and instead decide to do sort of the modernist take that still needs all the bugs worked out. Um, uh-huh. so they, they pick the edgy one and it comes in and you're just kind of like, cause I told Kristen at, at intermission, I was like, man, I don't want any of them to be happy. I want Cyrano <laughs> to suffer. I want Roxanne to suffer. I want Christian dead. I hate them all. <laughs> she goes, you're supposed to like them. I go, man, I go, Roxanne's narcissistic. I really hope she ends up with a terrible life. And Cyrano, <laughs> he was just so full of himself. It's like, I kind of hope he gets killed in the war. Uh, you know, I mean, I did not like any of them. And so they try and modernize the story except they kind of leave it in the past. There's no prosthetics. So Cyrano, I don't know, is Asian uh, a good fill-in for Big Nose? Because... Wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're like, God. Wow. I, yeah. I, yeah, it's like even the Groucho glasses would have been fine because that would have, you know, conveyed us. Because now you're just like going, oh, he you're... has no nose at all. <laughs> Yes. Like you're doing Cyrano and you don't budget for a nose? No. And they dropped a bunch of F bombs wow. and the C word. Ooh, they Eddie. dropped the C word. That was kind of like, well, that was out of left field. And I'm pretty sure this crowd did just went over like a lead balloon. Um, and they also tried to rhyme everything. So everything was written in rhyming couplets, which was fun. And then it got annoying. And then it just kind of, and, I kept expecting this one guy to be like the Greek chorus sort of a deal, you know? The demon. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Rhyming couplets. Rhyming couplets. Yes. Waiting. And that Sorry, I wasn't trying to take away from you. Better Cyrano. No, I just. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to the end and Kristen's like, how did, what did you think? I go, I, yeah, I go, I go, Roxanne is basically turning tit tricks for the guy who got her husband. I, I, I don't know. I, the, the gooch or geech or whatever the fuck the guy's name was. I didn't gooch. like him. I believe he's the, the one gooch. that beat up, uh, the, the, the gooch beat up Arnold Drummond back in the day. Um, there we go. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, the gooch is like paying for Roxanne to live in an apartment and watch her have sex with strangers which isn't said explicitly, but kind of implied. And I'm like, whatever. Wow. Kristen's like, well, in the original play, she goes into a nunnery. I'm like, oh, she doesn't get turned into the 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 late 1700s version of OnlyFans. Um, 
<laughs> Cyrano just, I don't know. It, it was just kind of, it just was. Uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around you're doing Cyrano with no prosthetics. That's like, you know, like. Exactly. At least and, in my recollection, integral to the story. Yes, because when he says something about, well, perhaps you enjoy the shade under my nose. And you're like, dude, it's like this big. It's like this little <laughs> nub on the side of your face. It's not a nose. You know, <laughs> Cyrano's would walk Weird. up to you. How do you breathe out of that thing? Like the elephant and the, the hunter. Anyway. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, so that, I didn't think that was... I, I did not enjoy the play. Actors, I'm sure, did a very nice job. <laughs> it makes it sound like I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking for... You were planning exit routes for the for the intermission <laughs> when you're sitting there in your seat going oh thank god plays in city it kansas city has a thing where like the first act or the first half of the play they they take that long and then they have the intermission and then they like wrap this thing up like you know the third act of law and order i mean it's a ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. <laughs> so we make it to intermission and my thought is Oh, thank God. There's only like a half hour left. <laughs> and I'll be damned. There was like 35, 40 minutes left. And we just wrapped it up and went home happy. Mel, no, I didn't got to go home happy, clearly. Wow. That could be a thing. I'll, I'll critique <sighs> theater. That That's that's the thing. Steve critiques <laughs> plays. Be your, I will Mel. have a second. Or understand. Yeah. <laughs> Are like, are like, Stacey's theater movies he doesn't like. I just waited for the goddamn thing to be done. <laughs> There's two hours of my life I'll never fucking get back. I know I'm supposed to feel bad that Romeo and Juliet are dead, but I couldn't. I just couldn't. They you both were portrayed as sooner. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> If they had a drawing for someone in the audience to come up and whack them, I'd have signed up, you know. <laughs> I'd have bought all the tickets. I'd have bought all the tickets, yes. <laughs> that could be fun. I'm, I'm sure for the right play, you could do that. You know, sell the opportunities for somebody <laughs> in the audience to be the murderer. <laughs> you know? That would be fun. If you do like a, a revival of Clue like that. And it was Jeremy in the Why third not? row with the Playbill magazine. A death by a thousand paper cuts. It is after all the worst of the cuts. The worst. The, the shallowest the and the worst, yes. <laughs> I, I saw a comedian one time. He said, I heard, I heard. I think you might be right. That's what the comedian said. I read somewhere the other day that uh, they said paper cuts were the worst cuts you could get. And I don't agree with that because I feel like getting cut with a giant Bowie knife would be worse, but I've got a piece of loose leaf. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did that one time in an, in an e-wrestling thing. I was in a, my character was in a match where the first person to bleed won a title. So I wrote a okay. spot where he rolled, the bell rang. It was Jeff, by the way. 
Jeff okay, rolls out yeah. of the ring, goes over to the announce table, grabs the papers off the announce table, and slices himself with a paper, gives himself a paper cut, and walks out with a belt. <laughs> There's so many people who are just afraid to think outside the box. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I saw that. I was popped into my head. I'm like, no one's going to come up with a better blood spot than that. No one is going to come up with something no. like that. Sure and it's so perfectly for the character. <laughs> exactly. That was the thing. It fit perfectly for the character. That made it even better. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I get the, the, the sales phone calls. And every now and I get a live one, right? So <laughs> in terms mm -hmm. of being character, just kind of create something out of whole cloth. So I get one and I, I, I pick up the phone and I say in amazement that it's a live person, not the recording. Holy crap. And so the guy goes, well, how are you today? I'm like, and why did you say holy crap to me? I, why did I say holy crap? Because you, my friend, have called me on the best fucking day of my life. Holy crap. Do you realize how lucky you are <laughs> that you get to talk to me today? And so at one point, I told him, I, I, I said, I go, are you kidding me? final expense. I don't need final expense insurance because I'm not even going to die. Okay. Let me explain to you my regimen. I wake up every morning. I have a couple of Red Bulls at lunch. I have a big old jar of super beets. Okay. I'm eating so many concentrated beets. It's like I'm eating a field of beets. And then at the end of the night, I cider down a big old glass of apple vinegar cider. I am not going to die. But not only am I not going to die, I quit sleeping, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep is for pussies. <laughs> Wait a minute. Cause he goes, well, I have two questions for you. I go, and I've got two for you. He goes, okay, what are your questions, sir? I'm like, okay, my first question, are you a bitch? <laughs> he goes, what? I go, you heard me. Are you a bitch? And my second question is the answer is yes, is why? <laughs> <He just, laughs> and I just went into this like over the top, I don't know. Oh, uh, it was it was unreal because somebody was standing in my office when it happened and she was just like what was that you like became a totally different person <laughs> i go that's because i have positivity for breakfast super beats for lunch and a red bull at night boom <laughs> <laughs> i am 10 feet tall bulletproof and hard as a rock <laughs> yeah pretty much are you hard right now? Are you hard right now? I am rock fucking solid. <laughs> I crush up Viagra and use them as dip. <laughs> I, I guzzle Red Bull and snort Viagra. <laughs> Take a little blue pill, crush it up right between your cheek and gums. Oh, it changes your. And if I'm feeling real froggy, I mix it with some BC headache powder, baby. <laughs> Use the little paper to snort it up. That's right. Next time I'm getting shaved for a, for a catheter, by God, you're going to bring help and <laughs> move this log. <laughs> Better bring a longer jack because this log ain't moving for nobody. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're ready to date Lauren Bobert. Wow, man, what a classy chick. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. 
Hands on the hog, baby. Hands on the hog. I, I say, look at her phone. I bet, you know, she's. Oh, I should check their party affiliation. I was like, I think someone should check your browser history because I have a feeling <laughs> there's a lot of naked pictures going back and forth between G and Oh, based <laughs> on the, the, the action taking place during fucking Beetlejuice? Yeah. yeah. When he's out there whipping out your tits. And I mean... <laughs> he's motorboating you during the intermission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he really is about that far from just leaning over. Yeah. <laughs> It really is, and she's just vaping the whole And this time. fits in nicely with our with our theater with our theater conversation. See, I would see that play. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think happened? I don't know, but that was some shit. <laughs> I'm not sure of the motivation, but. Uh... Yeah, my favorite is oh oh they were confused it was the fog machine i wasn't vaping i was enjoying the play so much i forgot i vaped make up your fucking mind okay <laughs> wait, wait a minute and then you still watch the video and she's just like <sighs> it's like oh yeah that's a that's that little personal yeah. fog machine bitch not, yeah <laughs> not, not a good week for the party of family values. what were you inhaling <laughs> ecstasy Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that party is just—it's. Uh, I'm it's dipping Viagra. Rails, man. I don't even know I'm dipping anymore. Viagra. She's oh, vaping X. <laughs> <laughs> Cuddle puddle of Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what her. That's, she's got mud flaps on her truck that just says cuddle puddling. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder she wouldn't grind in on him. Like, you know, they had oh, an aisle seat. <laughs> that's that's the worst part. That's the thing. You're like going, because you see the video and you're like, well, this this may be AI generated, right? <laughs> They're like, no, it's 100% real. That's like, you do that in the back row, in the middle, not on the fucking aisle. <laughs> right. Not in the orchestra on the aisle. Wow. You know, I guess when you missed high school because you were a teen mom, that you got to make up for lost time. (laughs) Well, there's that. I mean, I was listening to somebody the other morning. Well, you know, she got married at 16 because they waited till she was 16 to get married. What was he, 20? I don't, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. He waited till she was legal uh, and then like put a baby in her. Yeah. <laughs> and happy birthday, go! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a category for my sample checklist. <laughs> Barely oh, legal. A bit ill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a callback. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's be an all professional. <sighs> Um, <laughs> you got anything cool on your desk? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, obviously, you have Etrigan. Well, that was from last time. I didn't get to it, but that was just you know, I was going to talk some about Etrigan. We haven't gotten there yet, so but. okay. <clears throat> so, uh, all right. You know, it's one of those things that. Uh, 
yeah, I got a gripe against like Funko collectors anymore because it's it. I've been doing this for like almost 20 years, right? And so right. I feel like I have arrived at my cynicism the right way. I've earned it. That's you know, fair. That's fair. You've seen the ups, you've seen the downs, you've seen the best, you've seen the worst. You've earned your cynicism. You know, somebody that's like been collecting for five weeks and it's like, oh, here they go. Screw the pooch again. It's like you you, you don't get the bitch. OK, you, you just <laughs> you've got no nothing for it. <clears throat> so if you remember, in. yeah. So if you remember the yeah, put your time in. I'm not saying that you have to earn the right, but you have to earn the right. Uh, so remember those rewind figures. Yes. They come in the little blockbuster box cases, which are cute, but let's be honest, in five years, they're all going to turn yellow and just fall apart in your hands. So Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be so brittle and all that shit will break. And uh -huh. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, they've released a slew of figures, and I really kind of think they should hold off onto that. But they did... Dude, literally, <laughs> that's nice. So I, I of course, I took a chance. I ordered two, and got the chase. Wow! Does Eric <laughs> know about this? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that's so. That is nice. So yeah, those are groovy. And and one of the things that for me the cynicism part is like, they're like, I think Funko is going to get sued by uh, Play School. They look like play school figures. So I posted on one of the message borders. I was like, tell me that you haven't been collecting Funko very long without telling me that you haven't collected Funko very long. Those new rewinds. <laughs> and I, I posted one of the guy's comments. Those put, they look like play school. They're going to get sued. And then right under it, I posted a picture of about five or six years ago. Funko actually tried to do licensed play school figures. And they didn't and they get did. to? Oh, they were, huh? They were terrible. Did they get to? <laughs> they did. They released Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Doctor Who, Ghostbusters, and um, they, they were terrible figures. Okay. They, they, and Willy Wonka. They, they were weird licenses. <clears throat> Somebody told me is that they had to license the character and then license the likeness from Play School so that they became. Um, so, yeah. So, a figure like Yay Big. Right, would end up costing like uh, 30 mm -hmm. 40 bucks for that, and uh, yeah, just not not worth the money. So, because of all the licensing, anyway, because of all the licensing, gotcha. So, that's the cool fun. thing on my desk. It is fun, and like all I right. said, it's got like three it is, years and you before got that. Two moment. dudes, I got two dudes, yeah. <laughs> You got a duo of dudes. Let me just move him to the side here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like your opinion, man. Um, so yeah. uh, I, I don't know if you remember. Uh, 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 right around my birthday was about two weeks ago. And uh, right around yeah. that time, I sent you a picture Happy on a Christmas. Saturday night. Laura and I were. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Laura and I were at a, a Target. I ran across something that was amazing. And uh, a couple of days later, uh, Connor sends me a text and says, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And that picture was still on my uh, phone. So I just slapped it over to him. Just to, It was a test. It was a dad test. Sure. So this is what I got from my sons for my birthday. 
I got the Calabac. <laughs> nice. That's the McFarland one. <laughs> he is a one. beast. That weighs like five pounds. Here, let me see. <laughs> yes, yes. And here he is. Here's here's Paul Rudd or Howard the Duck for scale. Holy crap! I know how big that one. Yeah, oh man, he's wow. huge. <laughs> he's heavy. That's yeah. that's. Um, I'm trying to see. Okay, here's a here's here's a, here's a Mego ish figure for scale. Damn. Yeah. I mean, and he's he's pretty well articulated. I opened him up just before the podcast. I've been waiting. Yeah, well, he's got the O's line. Come on, come back on. O's line. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Calabac. Nice. And, and, the, and our quest to find the... The uh, Jack Kirby action figure. Now I want to see some other uh, Fourth World McFarlane figures. Yes, yes. You know, and, and love uh, to see him do a uh, a Mister Miracle. That thing would probably, yeah, be on steroids and just all bulked up. And <laughs> uh, well, it would also have one of those bat. Probably have one of those Batman capes. One of the poseable, super poseable capes. Oh, Which would be fun. yeah, now that would be fun. Um, Funko is going to do Big Barda for New York Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, she is not an oversized pop, which is sort of like a missed right. opportunity. It should be supersized. Um, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's in the name. Yeah, Big Barda. So it's just Barda. That's her smaller. Oh, wait, hold on. I need to go back. I need to go back to my, to my, to, I need to go back to my request list. Big Barda. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My sample list, Big Barda. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Amazons in general. <laughs> Naked wrestling. Cosplay. <laughs> Apartment wrestling. Um. <laughs> Yes, well, they're that quietly chick, just talking and writing on their like hand. Doctor Doom at Comic Con ten years ago. <laughs> yes, let's go with. Do you the have anything one. about that? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Am I oversharing now? Uh, no, no, sorry. no. But I, I'm hoping that because they made Barda, that they will eventually maybe make some of those other characters. That would be cool. I mean, yeah, Calabac sort of seems like a gimme. Mm-hmm. And, then we can do a miracle. In Mr. Miracle and oh, Orion would be great. See now, like an Orion would be about this. Like if they did one of these, it would be on the same scale as this guy, Holy and that God. would be because he's supposed to be bro- They're supposed to be brothers, right? So, okay. so maybe just slightly smaller, but not not significantly, and that would be an awesome side by side setup on a shelf. No, those would be cool. <clears throat> and it's it's weird because, you know, I've been collecting Funko for years. But I've started looking at the action figure more. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but, like, you know. Easy now. Stuff, easy now. Like, the McFarlane stuff is cool. And, you know, I've seen a couple people have, like, a McFarlane animated-style demon. Um. 
Not uh, not the one in the armor with the sword, but the the traditional. Oh. Oh, is there one? Yeah, I've not there seen is. that one. Ooh. It's one of those where, yeah, you go and you're like going, oh, I wonder if you, you type in like uh, the demon. I was one night. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just like doom scrolling on eBay, just thinking of things. Right. You know, because I, I, it's one of those where I was playing that roulette. You know, kind of. <laughs> let me think of something crazy to buy and see if it's out there. <laughs> right. Um, magnetic baseball schedules. By God, there's a ton of them. I sold a bunch, and then uh, Kristen welched on the bet because she said I couldn't, and I told her I could, um, and I did. I sold like ten years worth of magnetic schedules for like ten bucks. <laughs> Which I'm thinking, <laughs> why would anybody do that? But you know, teach their kink. Um, but yeah, so I was doing. I did like Demon JLU or something, you know, to see what was out there. Right. And this McFarlane Demon, the animated, that classic style looking, you know, one. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's, he comes with Clary and the Witch Boy, right? It's a two pack. Yes, yes, in the two pack, yes. Mm -hmm. So yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Now I have the, I have, I have the original JLU one right here, the original scale. Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, and it's and one I have of the little I... like, uh, like that. Oh, the uh, Brave and the Bold guy. Yeah, I have the little one too. Yeah. So, I, like, I, it's one of those things. The more I'm looking at stuff, the more I think people should appreciate that Justice League Unlimited line because <clears throat> every character was in the same style and they had freaking everybody and his brother. Because, uh, what was it? Oh, I was in a uh, used toy store and they had a Metal Man uh, lead figure that uh, they had done a couple years ago. <laughs> so I was like going, if mm -hmm. there's any other Metal Man out there. <laughs> yeah. And they did a couple of them in Brave and Bold. I have, they did. Oh. Say that again? I was going to say, you're kind of cutting in and out a little bit. As I said, I, I saw Brave and the Bold Metal Men figures, and you said, I got, and then you, I, I, we lost you for a second. Yes. Okay, yeah, so they did They did a couple of the Metal Men in the Brave and the Bold style. I know they did gold. We have that, because I think we ended up with all of the Brave and the Bold figures. Um, they also did, like, uh, like when they did the DC Classics, they did about half of the Metal Men, and then through their collector site, they did the rest, and I have a full set. Of metal man, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which nice, oh, nice, nice. I, no, my turn because now that's a perfect segue. Uh, because the boys and I went to GalaxyCon Labor Day weekend, which was a fucking disaster. Oh, that's right, that's right. And I want to bitch out the uh, city of Austin Convention Center. So I, so I purchased. I never do this, and I purchased. Ric Flair was going to be there. I purchased a photo op with the Nature Boy for my birthday with my wife's blessing of all things. Um, and we got there. I said, okay, we won't go right at 10 when they open the doors. We'll let, we'll go and let it thin out and we'll walk right in. We get there at like 11. The line is around the building twice. 
We did not get in the building until 1.15. Holy crap. Why? Because the city of Austin Convention Center would only let them use one set of doors for entrance. We walked past eight sets of doors, I shit you not, that were closed. They had two doors, two metal detectors, and everybody had to go through those two. Wow. (laughs) It was a fucking disaster. Now, yeah. when you, wa- when you uh, walk I, into I, the uh, convention center, do you like basically kind of like just walk in and then walk on the floor, or because like in Kansas City they can open all kinds of doors? Oh no, no, the no! Level. They let you in, and then there's but no have- instruction. Then you had to go get your pass. <laughs> so then there's another line. Let you actually get in. And there's another line. And then you get to go in. So we missed Ric Flair, and his he was already he'd already left the building by the time we got inside he'd come in done his autographs done his photo shoot i was ready to as well uh, yeah. uh so then i'm like you know letting the little photo back nicely because it wasn't the girl at the photo counter's fault but i'm like look you know what are you gonna do to make this right well you can pick another one okay well let's have shatner oh no that's sold out okay well they're calling for they're calling giancarlo esposito's line literally while we're standing there We'll do him because we all like Breaking Bad, right? They close the line while she's trying to buy the ticket for, to, to swap my <laughs> ticket out. We missed that. <laughs> Literally, I'm standing there. I'm like, the dude is right there. You can't walk over there and tell him to put us in the line. It's like three feet. Yeah. I'm going no, to close can't. the line. So we ended, up, we ended up getting the, no, no. We ended up getting a picture with Brent Spiner, which was fine. It was weird because he had on a hoodie and a backwards baseball cap. But uh, we were standing there in line. I'm like, (laughs) I told the boys when we get in, when we get in there with Brett Spiner, do this in the photo as a form of protest. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Connor did it with me, Jack through the through the through the live long and prosper. But uh, Mm -hmm. it was like it was a fucking disaster. Um, The point of all this was, and I had also taken all of my question trades because Dennis Cowan was going to be there. Oh, that'd be cool to get him sign it. Uh, $10 per signature. No thanks, Dennis. Oh, man. <clears throat> it's a, it's, it's turned into a racket. And I don't blame them, but. Oh, no, no, no. When you've got you know, like 500 people who are willing to give you 10 bucks to sign a book, by, by all means, you, I don't, don't fault the creditors. Right. Um, Scotty Young, who I think who does like really cool stuff. I hate Fairyland and any. Yeah. He did some adaptations of, um, well, he was pretty cool because you could buy a headshot from him. And a lot of times he would have a, just a, a, a thing out for the comic book defense league. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'd always throw some money. He was signing everything for free, but I'd always throw money into his bucket. Um, yeah. And every now and again, he'd remark something for me, but I was, that to me was a fair chain. You know, he's like, I'll, I'll draw whatever you want, but you're going to, you know, you got to put some money in here. Uh, so I was like, yeah, not a problem. I'll donate to that all day. If it gets me Scotty Young drawings, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, Lou Ferrigno, <clears throat> we've, I've told you the story, Lou Ferrigno somehow or another got, his booth set up next to this giant Hulk scap, uh, sculpture, fiberglass sculpture. Right. And I mean, that dude was like a reverse ATM. 
they just they were just hand they couldn't hand him money fast enough <laughs> you know to get their picture taken and he all he all he had to do was just stand on the corner of the booth and now he had the big hulk standing over him and then he would do that and you know the little fan would you know geek out pass out whatever and that's you know <laughs> he was doing all right don't worry about Lou Lou's doing all right <laughs> Lou's doing all right Lou's doing all right um the, where all this started, besides my 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 desire to bitch about uh, about uh, the Austin Convention Center, was as we were making our final our, one of our final passes through because it's it's not a big con when that that no. room is bigger than than but like half of it was like photo stuff right um, mm-hmm. and and we're walking down the creator aisle and and uh, I see uh, I see the cover of. Uh, Squadron Supreme number one, which I think we all know how much I love that series. Huh? And Bob Hall, the, the guy who drew it, was there. Oh, nice. I'm like, oh, huh. And I, and I got him to send for me. Mr. Hall, this one's got a tear. Can I get one without a tear? And he was grumpy about it. I'm like, dude, I just paid you for, you know, uh-huh. this mimeograph with your signature on it. You can at least give me one without horn. With Squadron Supreme and the Metal Man. I'm like, yeah, okay, what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> that was where I was going with all that from the top, and I don't know wh- okay. why it took me that long to get there. <laughs> Bruce rambles. No, that's okay. I think I'm actually in the room. Oh, I forgot to take that to work the other so, day. Not a, not a fan of the Austin Convention Center. Yeah, I mean, that's where you and I went to what yeah, well, I think, too, you know, who do you have running the lines? Because, like, you know, I I tell Kristen, it's like, you don't, to run a line, you should not give that responsibility to people who cannot look other adults in the eye. Um, so don't give it to the geeks to control, you know, because they, they just, they, they have no presence. They can't direct with authority. You know, they just... So you may have been victim, not so much of Austin, but rather the people who organized the show, who who didn't have the wherewithal or the guts to tell Austin to open. Uh, well, I, I questioned them. Mm-hmm. Well, there there could well have been. I I don't think they were they were without fault, but I also think no, spoiled but- because you know the initial crush aside. San Diego runs so smoothly; it's hard to accept uh, cluster fuckery of that magnitude. Yeah, just walk in, scan your badge, and boom—you're done. I mean, they got it down. And uh, I think I told you one year they pushed those things outside the hall. The, yeah. the little scanner yeah, the guy things. He was standing behind me in line. I was like, oh. "Yeah, the guy who was standing behind me." After this, I think. This this doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you've been, yeah, a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, you always try not to like sound like a braggart when you do that, <laughs> but you just kind of oh, can't man. help it. Yeah. Well, um, I I didn't say anything at first, and then like he and I were talking, and then sort of came up organically so then i didn't feel so bad because then it was like well you know because by that time i'd sent the boy to look to see what the holdup was 
and they had gone off on an expedition and it was just like yeah okay so this is just a this is just a wine management issue so that's then yeah. then i'm speaking you know i'm not really bragging so much as i'm like well th- this can be done better yes and when you've seen it done better it it makes a it makes a difference and it makes you more yeah. frustrated I mean, when it doesn't go right. Yeah, I mean, the, we'll always have the story of the Brent Spiner photo, but it's still not, you know, Ric Flair. So he was actually dressed with the hoodie and the backwards cap. Well, it's funny because we saw him come out of uh, out of the booth, back to his uh, autograph station, and he had taken the hat off. I think he was uh, avoiding uh, was avoiding um, recognition. Uh glare on on the forehead as oh. I do with the Chick-fil-A cap during our podcast. Gotcha. Okay then. So, got it, got it, got it. Because yeah, like he came out, he still had the hoodie on, but he had taken the hat <coughs> off. So Excuse I me. think it was a mm-hmm. I think it was a va- it was a vanity thing. And let's see who else was there was a lot of there's a big Star Trek like Stephen Amell was there. There was the flash uh, the green arrow people were all there. Uh <sighs> So it was, it was a uh, Koenig was there. They had a whole big next generation bunch. Um, oh, and, sure. Because we're in, uh, call it. Yep. Kevin Nash was there. The voice line was pretty cool that they could see Mick Foley. Uh, the dude who is uh, Guillermo on what we do in the shadows was there taking photos at the same time we were. And you could see him and through the booth. And so the boy, that was like, I think the most celebrity the boys had ever seen in person so that was kind of fun i mean that's cool uh yeah i went to uh kansas city and they had a bunch of the cast from princess bride you know and carrie Hughes, mm-hmm. he's got a booth and you could you'd actually he's he sets up behind the booth so you could have a quiet more private session with him and i took i Kristen has a copy of the princess mm-hmm. bride so i got him to sign the book you know as you wish, Carrie is. And then right next to him is Chris Sarandon, right? And so I get up there and hand him the book, and and we're talking about it. He goes, well, how do you want to sign it? I go, mm. you know, I, I was thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and I go, skip to the end. When you got to the – he goes, oh, yeah, that's great. So what's he do? He writes in the front of the book, skip to the end, and then signs the book at the back. <laughs> so – that was pretty cool. And then Wallace Shawn is there and he will not nice. sign and he won't sign inconceivable. So it's like with best wishes and love, Wallace Shawn. And it's like, really? You know, yeah. I, I was just like, the only reason I mean, you're I there is to sign inconceivable, Wally. Well, I get up there and, and uh, I told him, I go, yeah, my wife is a big fan of Princess Bride. And Carrie was here and Chris was here. And that was, fuck, that was great. And of course, I need for you to sign the book as well. Um, I mean, you know, it's either this or, you know, the Grand Nagus from Star Trek, and I, I have to go with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made the right choice. Hmm. With all my love. <laughs> hey, what did you just write to my wife? <laughs> Are you hitting on my wife, you Sicilian bastard? Not even here. Inconceivable. Yes. <laughs> Never cheat a Sicilian when death is on the line. Um, So, yeah, that was actually kind of cool. But as you know, Kristen's like, how much did it cost you to do this? And it's like, (laughs) don't ask. uh, 
don't ask. It's, it was well over a hundred bucks though, because you know, 40 here, 40 here, 40 there. Um, back when, back, back in the day when autographs were affordable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the prices for those autographs at that at con where I was like, really? But I guess, I mean, you can pull it. Oh, Charlie Cox was there. Vincent D'Onofrio was there. Um, Those aren't going to be cheap. No, they were not. Who else? Katie Sackhoff was there, maybe? I don't remember. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got I got money back on the flare autograph because we got Spiner. And I went back later and complained, and they gave me the, the balance back. So That was good. That was all right. Yeah, it was the right thing to do. So, oh, absolutely, charge it back to the uh, city of Austin. <laughs> so just... Like I said, that picture will always have a story. So that's you know that's something. So that's about all I got. Yeah, pretty much the same here. Okay. Uh, next time, next time we're going to talk about the demon some more. But I want to find the uh, the brave and the bold figure before we do that because I, I i i did actually read the jack kirby but i want to have a whole a whole thing about it so we'll how was it the, next jack, time. the jack kirby was it okay yeah I, I think i finished finally finished the uh jack kirby dc reading list so that was the last one and i had put it off and put it off because i read one matt wagner had done and by about halfway through the trade the the rhyming couplets were about to make my eyes bleed <laughs> um so i was really concerned about the kirby but it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be so yeah we can talk uh, about i think that's our tease that next time don't let him talk gonna... don't let him <laughs> he's a man of action yes he's a man of action so his words have no traction i am a man of action <laughs> and i can't get no satisfaction <laughs> Woo! Um, i wish i was written by matt fraction uh, anyway <laughs> It's done. I applaud that. Thank you. Thank Actually, you. now I want to read that. I want to read Matt Fraction writing the demon. I do. I do. Well, I do. We we'll have a contest. You know, buy tickets, and they'll call you out of the audience, and <laughs> you 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 get to write some couplets. <laughs> that could be fun. That could be fun. not as fun as a murder mystery where you get to buy a ticket to be the murderer. Or you get to buy a ticket to grope Lauren Bobert. I don't. Was there a raffle in the, in the foyer before the show? What the hell? Uh, yeah. Only fans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. I think we're going to call this one. That's the end of episode 64 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. And uh, till the and next I'm going to take care of this little misfits looking curly cue thing I got going here. <laughs> Or a hair double lock grease down, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> Please wear a hairnet on the next podcast. <laughs> I'll do that hairnet. I got myself a flannel shirt. Button the top button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now, if you don't show up in two weeks on Wednesday, dress like that. Uh, we're not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cancel the podcast. I don't have a flannel you, shirt. I'll send you oh, one. I do. I do. I do. I do. You I live in the that. Midwest. How do you not have a flannel shirt? Uh, I do. I do. I have a one of those like shirt jacket things from Eddie Bauer. That's perfect. So, 
Perfect. Oh, there you I'll go. Melt back here. If you, just to start the show, you can peel it off. That's after we get started. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. All right. That's it's it. For dinner. I feel like I ate a shell. I've been feeling <laughs> all night. All right. Well, <laughs> since you're having an allergic reaction to your dinner and we're done, that's it. We'll see you in two weeks, kids. Until then, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>